0: Broadcasting from behind the second amendment iron curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline. This is Gun for Hire Radio, the voice of 1 million New Jersey gun owners with your hosts, Sandy Barardi and Master Firearms Trainer Anthony Calandra.
1: Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Me here, Anthony, in Las Vegas, Nevada.
2: Yes, I'm in the dirty Disney world. The <laughs> decadent, fake, disgusting city of Las Vegas.
1: <laughs> dirty Disney world. That, that really sums it up, doesn't it?
2: Ugh, I hate Las Vegas. I flew in early Thursday morning, flying out uh, Saturday morning, getting back to Dirty Jersey. Uh, I can't stand it here, but the SHOT Show is imperative if you're in the firearms industry. I talk about this all the time, so I just want to give everybody a refresher. For all of our listeners out there, go on the nraam.com site. That's the NRA Annual Meeting site. If you are a firearms enthusiast, that's the show you want to go to. Yeah, not the, the shot, shot show. The shot show is set up people that want to order, you know, 100 guns and a container full of ammunition and yeah. check out the new products. You can't get in. You've got to be 16 or older. There's no kids running around. It's a huge show. It's in the Sands uh, Expo Center connected to the Venetian. I brought, uh, of course, Jimmy G's with me, Gary, my operations manager, and Kevin, Uh, Our gunsmith extraordinaire, you know, they're checking out new products and we're visiting all of our vendors and suppliers. So that this show is 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 geared for us.
1: Yeah, it's an industry trade show. Right.
2: Correct. Because everybody posts. Oh, I would love to go to that show. No, you would go to the no, go to the NRA annual meeting this year. It's in Indiana. Jimmy and I will be there the whole week. Hopefully I will be getting sworn in as an NRA board of director.
1: That would be nice.
2: You know, uh, I I want to tell everybody I'm humbled by the outpouring of messages and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn posts of all the people supporting me. And, uh, you know, I have a good shot this time, I think, of getting on the board. If not, it will make for great radio for the next three years. Yeah. Because I have no filter. I'm running on petition. So I'm beholden to no one. Right. Now I'm only endorsing one other person on the ballot, and that's Tom King, who's the president of the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association. He has also endorsed me. Uh, as I'm going to go over some of my endorsements in a few minutes, but there's a key case that was just up by the Supreme Court. It's the first pro-gun case. I know we had a stun gun case, Gitano, in 2016, but this is the first pro-gun case since 2010. The Supreme Court decided to pick it up, uh, Sandy, if it's the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus New York City. Now, listen to this. The NRA is funding it. Uh, Tom King, the president of the the New York State Rifle and Pistol, he spearheaded this campaign, and they're funding it as well. The Supreme Court last week granted cert, and it's to get rid of a law that a lot of you out there that listen to the show don't know. If you live in the five boroughs of New York, you cannot take your handguns out of the five boroughs. Period. Period. It's a it's called a resident permit. So, each borough has a range, little ranges except what's like pistol and rifle is a pretty nice range, but you cannot take your handguns to New Jersey, Pennsylvania, connecticut uh anywhere delaware you you can't take your handguns out long guns are exempt so people can go hunting and stuff this is about as unconstitutional as you can get yeah now it's interesting that the supreme court took this case hopefully behind it they're going to grant cert to our rogers case which is the right to carry case in new jersey this signals A huge, pivotal change in the Supreme Court for us. I wanted to lead off with this because this story is important. So, again, support the NRA, support the ANGRPC, and the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association. I believe that this law is going to get struck down, and the Supreme Court is going to change the language about transporting firearms, which will help other states. You know, like a lot of people realize it, but in New Jersey... We possess firearms, and we're allowed to leave our house with them by exemption. Yes. yes. So the, the 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 police say you can leave your house to go to a range or a gunsmith, then you have to go back home with them. So this law, and this Supreme Court ruling, will have a ripple effect throughout the community of other states like California and Hawaii, where have where well, they all have these cute tricks to violate our Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's going to increase business for me because a lot of people that live in the Five Barrels, they don't bring their guns to my range. They come and they rent. Right. They would love to be able to cross a state line and shoot their handgun. How ridiculous is this? This is like having a law that says if you own a gun, if you own a car that has more than 400 horsepower, you can't leave the state of Montana with it and go to any state that has a population density of more than blah 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 blah, blah per square mile.
1: Right, I mean, and it. And if you were a golfer, let's just say, because for those people who are competitive shooters, if you were a golfer, it's analogous to not being able to bring your golf clubs with you outside of your home or your state, outside of your city, let's just say.
2: Correct. So for you people in the other states that enjoy your rights and privileges that we don't have in these battleground states, this is a serious case. And the fact that it's the first case in nine years that the Supreme Court took, we all... Evan Knappen, Scott Bach, Dan Schmutter, David Jensen, Cooper and Kirk, our NRA uh, uh, attorneys in New York City, we have our fingers and toes crossed. If we're granted cert for the Rogers case, guys, for everybody listening out there, we could change the game. You know, Scott is always alluded that New Jersey has been so restrictive with issuing carry permits that when the Supremes finally hear our case, they're going to knock the legs off of the New Jersey illegal communist type tactics that we have. So could you imagine all of you guys in 40 or so other states that knock New Jersey, we're done deal. We could be the pivotal state that the Supreme Court hears and screws with the government. This is phenomenal
1: yeah and it's got a good chance because we are like you say we are so oppressed that people don't even realize how bad it is and, and and it's evidenced by how many people are arrested in new jersey for passing through new jersey or stopping over in new jersey with a firearm from another state
2: everybody i run into in the show you yeah. have a gun range in new jersey how's that possible <laughs> Oh, that's true. Oh, oh, you you live in New Jersey? Yeah, I'm retired lieutenant. I'm this. I don't drive through New Jersey or New York because I'm afraid. I won't go here. I won't go there. I won't. I don't go visit my family in Red Hook, Brooklyn. I met this guy Tom yesterday because I can't take my gun with me. The guy's a retired colonel from the military and he works for a defense contractor now. He won't go visit his wife's family in Red Hook, Brooklyn because he can't bring his gun.
1: <laughs> I don't blame him really.
2: He was telling me that he was traveling up to Turnpike when he was on the job with about $6 million worth of machine guns and stuff. They were going to New Hampshire for some military testing. They got pulled over by New Jersey State Troopers. This was six years ago. They were held on the side of the highway for four hours.
1: Are you serious?
2: They wouldn't let them go. They wanted to arrest them and confiscate the guns. They finally had to get uh, brass from the DOD, on the phone to call the superintendent of the state police and fax over a letter to allow them to continue traveling through the state of New Jersey. Could you imagine this communist tactics? <laughs>
1: That's, uh, that is the best story I've ever heard. I never heard that uh, story.
2: I mean, wow. I mean, wow. This is phenomenal. People uh, have been stopping me at the SHOT Show and thanking me for being the tip of the spear in the two-way fight in New Jersey and thanking me for being so vocal. It's phenomenal how many people uh, watch and follow Ants Rants on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and my YouTube channel. And I'd like everybody to like me, share me, follow me. Don't forget to post five star reviews on Gun for Hire, Woodland Park Range, on all the, you know, the social media platforms. We definitely could use the help, because you want to support those who support you. But it's encouraging. Everybody, stop me. The NRA uh, taped a 40 second video of me talking about unity and and banding together and fighting together. They posted it under Twitter and Instagram. It went phenomenally viral. But it's interesting how everybody recognizes me uh, wherever I go. And again, as the only guy in New Jersey that owns a gun range that's not just worrying about bottom-line profits and not pissing off the government, I'm the only one with the target on my back fighting. And a lot of people pat pat me on the back and shook my hand since I've been here. And that's quite encouraging.
1: And I have to say, personally, that uh, that target has a lot of holes in it.
2: Yes.
0: I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man stopping aerosol propellant. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage.
1: This segment of our show is being brought to you by 2A chiropractor Dr. Henry Medallion. We've been telling you about Dr. Medallion for quite a while now, but here's Jen, a listener and a busy mother of three, to tell her story.
3: I'm a mom of three kids and um, I've got two herniated discs and I have some sciatic issues. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, literally. I just, I would be in pain and I would have to sit down like I was an 80 year old. And I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots, I've gotten nerve ablations and nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. And I heard Dr. Medallion and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak, so I was like, why not try him out? So I went down there, tried him out. Now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. So
1: if you're in pain, take it from Jen. Relief is just a click away. Dr. Henry Medallion, Medallion Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N.com. Anthony?
2: I'm back. So listen to this. I was endorsed for the NRA board seat by Commissioner Bernard Carrick. Wow. Wow. Yep, New York City's real police commissioner. Yeah, he was the right. police commissioner during September 11th under Giuliani. Right. He met me uh, last Thursday at a diner, and he asked me about 100 questions, and then the next day he uh, issued his support for me. I was endorsed by David, Cadria. David Is that right?
1: David's a great guy.
2: David endorsed me. Uh, I've been endorsed by about 30 or 40 different people. Knife Rights endorsed me. NRA board member Todd Rathner invo- endorsed me. NRA board member uh, John Cushman from Long Island endorsed me. And JRPC and Scott Bach, of course. Evan and Lewis Napin and the Napin law firm. Henry Repeating Rifles from New Jersey has endorsed me. FIMS Firearms from New Jersey has endorsed me. And the list goes on and on. I am blown away. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm running out of the t- you are not going to find my name with the 33 right. people over your ballot. You're going to see my bio, but you're not going to find my name. I am number one, number number two, number 16, number 23, number 30, and number nine on the ballot. Find me. There's five different ballots. Now I've been getting a slew of questions from people. Wait before you way... before
1: you go on. What were those numbers yeah. again?
2: Are you ready? Yep. Two, nine. 16, 23,
1: and 30. Oh, you should. Sounds like a lottery. Five different random
2: ballots. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. That's also the combination to my luggage. Um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> uh, that's, so this is why
1: Ants France are so popular.
2: <laughs> yeah. Who, who can vote in this election? So talk about voter suppression. Myself and Adam Kraut are running on petition. So we're not listed above the bubbles that you uh, color in. So if you just follow the NRA's 33 recommendations, you're not going to see us. You can only vote for 27 people. I'm recommending you vote for me and Tom King because he supported me and endorsed me, and I like what he's doing in New York Battleground State. And obviously vote Calandro and King. Now, here's the beauty. You'll get a ballot if you're an NRA Life member or you've been a member for five years or more continuously. The ballot will be in this month's magazine, the February American Rifleman or Hunter or First Freedom, whichever magazine you get. If you get your magazine digitally, the NRA will mail you a ballot in a white envelope. You have to fill it out correctly. Do not vote for more than 27 people. I recommend you Google bullet voting Ammo Land. Oh, Amoland Land endorsed me, by the way. Great. Uh, I recommend you bullet vote Ammo Land, you Google. If you vote for Ted Nugent, you just canceled out my vote.
1: Yeah, exactly. If
2: you right, if you vote for Colonel Allen West, you canceled out my vote. They're going to win anyway. So here's how it works. 27 people you can vote for the maximum. There's 35 names. Two are hidden, myself and Adam. So I recommend you don't vote for more than maybe five. My ultimate goal would be to vote just for two, Tom King and Anthony Calandro. But the NRA has about 2.2 million voting members. Last year, 7% of the eligible voting members voted. That's sad. 120,000 members cast a vote. Over 10% of those ballots voted for more than 27 people, so their ballots were disqualified. Wow. 3% did not fill out their ballots correctly, so they were disqualified. And another 2% of the ballots were mailed in after the April 7th deadline, and they were disqualified. Wow. I mean— horrible when you think about it.
1: Yeah, right. It's
2: amazing how many people are contacting me, asking me, how do I vote? I didn't get my ballot, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then I find out they've only been a member for six months or whatever. So, you know, it's almost like voter suppression. If you are a life member, if you've been a member for five or more continuous years and you do not get a ballot in your magazine or you do not get a ballot in the mail, call NRA Member Services ASAP with your membership number And find out where it is. Right. Yeah, that would be an oversight. Correct. When you bullet vote for me and Tom King, take a picture of it. Share it. Post it on social media if you're on social media. Mm -hmm. Email it out to your friends and family. I want to get on the board running on petition. I really want to get on being that guy. I'm very vocal. I'm very opinionated. Now, of course, if I win, I'll be one of 76. How much change can I make? I don't know. But how many waves can I make? A lot, if yeah. you know. Anthony. Yeah.
1: and you know, you know, you're so well known uh, amongst everybody at NRA. Number one, you are the next to the Boy Scouts, the largest purchaser of training materials in the entire organization throughout the world. So, isn't that phenomenal? Yeah, yeah, it, it really is, and it shows a commitment to what you've been doing for so many years uh, in a state that people don't even recognize as even having gun owners in it.
2: We are the best at what we do since 1992. The Boy Scouts of America are first, and Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range, for I guess the past 10 years, we've been the number one purchaser of NRA training materials after the Boy Scouts. You can't beat that. I built my business on training and education. Let me tell you something. It is phenomenal, and I can't wait to get on the board. I mean, I'm on three committees now, education and training range development and clubs and association and i get to give a lot of valuable input and a lot of board members and committee members email me and pick my brain so you know i'm going to be 58 but i'm bringing a fresh face to the nra because i am also about 70 years younger than the average nra board member
1: (laughs) isn't that the truth (laughs) isn't that the truth you know uh, what
2: the Real quick, I know we're running up on a break, but the March for Murphy is three twenty-six, March 26th, the Tuesday. The website will be launching next week. I will be uh, blasting it out there. And a, a bunch of ladies from New Jersey started a recall Murphy uh, petition.
1: Wow, that's pretty good.
2: Yeah, they, uh, they had uh, 1.4 million people. Uh, we need 1.4 million people to recall them. So I'm going to support the... the the petition even if they don't achieve it but i hope they do it'll show the governor that there's a lot more law-abiding tax-paying citizens that are pissed off at him and maybe he'll stop pandering to the illegals and the criminals
1: well it's really interesting from a political standpoint uh and and i loathe politics but just to watch what's going on right now from a tactical standpoint uh how far left the left is moving and and is. I don't know who they're trying to address. Is it some sort of weird fringe that they're trying to think is going to carry them forward? Because only about 20, less than 20% of the people in America, and that's everyone, um, support the things that they say that they are for mainly, which is weird, isn't
2: it? It's disheartening, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't understand it. You know, of course, in the news media is just they're, they're out of control. All they really care about, and well, it's always been this way, but they care about clicks more and sensationalism more than anything else. They don't care about reporting news anymore. Never really have. I mean, it's so a news organizations lose money. You know, they're the biggest losers inside any broadcast um arena whether it's radio or television their news department is always the one that just sucks the money out and
2: they well, think a... about this sandy the entire media is to the left of venezuela and all the masters yeah. of the universe are to the left of venezuela yeah and you know and all of these people made their wealth with capitalism mm-hmm. and now they want socialism
1: well you know i mean if you if you go back and you read uh uh the playbooks, especially from some of the, you know, like, like Karl Marx, Marx knew that capitalism was necessary in order to fund his socialist dreams. Mm-hmm. So, So that's why it was important to attack and attach yourself to capitalism, which is exactly kind of what they did. It's working well in Venezuela, though, I have to say, you know.
2: <laughs> I mean, look at china 's the same way China has introduced capitalism to support socialism
1: yeah yeah it's you know it's china 's got this weird hybrid of uh, quasi capitalism but state owned capitalism, so you can own, but again um think of the freedom and it 's all relative isn 't it when you 're completely held under a thumb for generation after generation after generation um then all of a sudden somebody says you can own half of what you make. It's like being completely released. You Correct. know, we're here, you know, They, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, Alexandria, uh, occasional cortex. Uh, she, um, she's supposed to be an economist, but she has a problem with her math skills. must be that new, you know, common core math thing, but she wants to tax, um, you know, 70 percent tax that worked out well in France, too. Yeah.
2: Did you know where she got her degree in economy? No. in economist? Cracker Jack box.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, it uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the only institution willing to grant a degree. Uh, you know, she
2: said a lot of liberals came out and said it shouldn't be a 70 percent tax on millionaires. 100%. It should be a 90 percent. Oh, 90. yeah.
1: Oh, that's good. So uh, you get to keep 10 cents out of every dollar. You know, and if it wasn't for, you know, I wonder what would happen. Well, Silicon Valley is going to insulate themselves from that, right? Um, of course they are. You know, we, we the they're calling the shots in the government and have been for a very, very long time. They are the robber barons of our age.
2: Yes, they are. They are the Rockefellers mm-hmm. and... Uh, everybody else that was up in line, the, yep. Pierpont, you know, the Ford, the yeah. DuPont, yep, right, yep. and those families still have old money a hundred and ten years later.
1: That's right, yeah, and, power.
2: And, and power, and power, Mucho power, yeah. Uh, Delaware is owned by the DuPonts.
1: Absolutely absolutely sewed up by the duponts and and pretty much everything in new england and and thereabouts and in close proximity is the kennedy
2: uh jp morgan does that ring a bell (laughs) yeah jp morgan
1: right all right well we're gonna come back after i hope about some yes we hope our connection holds
4: Our target retrieval system is all digital, you program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. New Jersey we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff
1: You there? Yep.
2: So I had dinner last night with my guys, with Bob and Patty Ramo, who own Shooters Gauntlet, ShootersGauntlet.com. Oh yeah. We're, you know, Jimmy's almost sold out on his 1500 yard shoots that we do with Tier One Defense at Shooters Gauntlet.
1: That's nice.
2: Bob was telling us his new designs for the range. He's looking for a Black Hawk helicopter carcass. And he's going to add it to a zip line and you're going to be able to zip line <laughs> no and shoot way. from the helicopter. <laughs>
1: that's, that's great.
2: <laughs> I, kid, I kid you not. Go on Shooter's Go with top website. Check them out. Jimmy has the long range shoots. They're great people. You could, we, you'd love to meet them. I'm going to go out there probably for the May shoot because I think I'm going to be in Ireland when they have the uh, April shoot. But we're probably going to have a gun for hire event out there, too. Uh, my buddy Chuck Leonard from Pennsylvania, he does all their RSO training and everything out mm-hmm. there, and he's out there for all the events. They have machine gun shoots, so it, it's it's pretty cool. He's a good dude. So I have some other housekeeping. You know why uh, NJRPC and the NRA are funding our uh, Rogers Right to Carry case and our 10-round mag, mag band case. But don't forget the Cheeseman-Jillard case, restore carry NJ-Cheeseman-Jillard, uh, dash excuse me, restore carry restore carry, NJ on the GoFundMe page. Those guys are kicking their asses. They're, you know, kicking ass in in uh, Trenton, and they could use some donations. CNJFO had a matching uh, event and they raised eleven thousand dollars towards their legal fees.
1: And let's let's remind everybody that this is a self-funded sort of this is a self-funded case. This isn't something that uh, is being funded by anyone else other than donations given uh, given to Correct. these guys. And they're not doing it just so they can get their, you know, uh, you know their their carry licenses. And uh, hey, I got mine. Screw you. They're doing it specifically for this purpose. To
2: and I want to tell you something. She's been J. Factor, David Jensen. I stand toe to toe with those guys any day. They're 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 you know red-blooded Americans. They bleed red, white, and blue, and uh, they're doing this for all of us, so support them. In addition to that, CNJFO uh, has secured permission of the March Against Murphy. They're going to be coming out with yellow vests and some other swag within a week or so, and I'll be announcing that. And a portion of those proceeds of the purchases are going to go for matching funds for campaigns for lawsuits like Cheeseman Gillard. So we have this nice, nice, tight circle NRA, ANJRPC, and CNJFO, and the Cheeseman-Gillard case. So we have to stick together and keep fighting. You know, while we're on the subject of fighting, I am so tired of getting beat up of what the NRA does. You know, there's a lot of infighting everywhere and a lot of backstabbing. And, of course, some negative press came out from the NRA. I'm not going to lie. They've made some mistakes there but i think the nra's optics were bad they should have they should have communicated it to its members better on why they were doing what they were doing and it's really a lot of people with sour taste in their mouth but the nra is still the 800 pound gorilla
1: mm-hmm. and i
2: read a read a very poignant article by don McDougal on Amoland. it was published january 17th and he wrote what has the nra uh, done for us, and let me tell you something. Here are some bullet points. Number one, without the NRA, Hillary would be president. Right. The NRA spent an estimated hundred million to get Trump elected, seventy million on lower elections, and thirty million on the Trump election. Okay. What would the Supreme Court and the lower <laughs> courts look like right now if yeah. that didn't happen?
1: Exactly right.
2: Okay. The NRA has been fighting right to carry laws state by state, okay? You have to remember that. They they fought and won the no-gun confiscation law after Katrina. The NRA has expanded the range protection legislation to help stop liberal anti-gun politicians from changing zoning laws to make, NRA, make ranges uh, disappear. And I know, I'm on the range development committee, and you can't believe what the NRA has done across the country in stopping uh, ranges from being closed
1: mm-hmm. okay yep
2: the nra has been working with right to carry eight states they've increased the nra is working to enact castle doctrine legislation okay let me tell you something else they've also got it make it, it makes it illegal for individuals to find, they're fighting uh all across the board all right, for our rights and they, again they have the deepest pockets they have the most political connections we could fault Every organization in this country for its positives and negatives and go after them. But they are the big fish in the small pond in the gun rights fight. I'm a member of Gun Owners of America. I'm a member of the Freedom Policy Coalition. I'm a member of the uh, Second Amendment Foundation. I'm a member of Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership. I support them all. I do not knock any of those other organizations right okay i support those organizations all of you out there that knock and cross back and forth have to stop it. this is bad the socialism and the anti-gunning cancer is spreading state by state and if you don't think the anti-gunners watch our banter back and forth you're sadly mistaken
1: oh absolutely just the same way that we watch what they're doing they're watching what we're doing
2: Listen, I'm, I'm almost glad that the bloomberg back media like the Trace their, uh, media hubs are sending out criticism of NRA executive directors and stuff like that. You want to know why? Because it's going to make them tighten their belt and look from within and change the optics. Every organization gets fat, lazy and comfortable after a while. Of but course. that doesn't mean the rank and file aren't fighting day by day. Man, when I go to NRA board meetings and I hear the lawyers at tables next to me that don't know I'm listening, talking about the Rogers case, in this case, in that case, that's fighting in Montana or whatever else, I get energized. The NRA does an absolute horrible job communicating what they're doing to yep. the ranking file members. You're right. But that doesn't mean they're not doing what they're supposed to do.
1: Right. And they've been around for so long. And, and most of the, like you say, what the problem, I think, is that they're, they're having a hard time. They're lagging behind in technology. They're lagging behind in in new thought. Um, that's why it's good to have somebody like uh, you, who's very astute in social media, um, uh, on the board. Because, you know, half of these guys, I remember the story you told me about that one of the board members asking if they should set up a MySpace page. That was a year ago. That was a year ago. (laughs) I was like, oh, dear God. That was a year ago. It's true. Uh,
2: You know, a lot of the NRA board members are lawyers. Yeah. And some of them are old. I will say right now. We need them. When I listen to these lawyers, some of them are past attorney generals and governors and senators. They have the hooks and they have yeah. the knowledge. Yes. And they've been fighting forever. We definitely need those people on the board. Uh, you know, Again, I make fun that the average board member is 117, but they probably have a combined uh, total of – Legal expertise in in gun law of probably twelve thousand 12, years.
1: Yes, exactly right. And they've but, been you know, there. So it's not something they read about. It's something they witnessed themselves. And you cannot replace that level of experience.
2: Correct. It's the NRA board members that are there for the free Danish that piss me off. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and yeah, or those, for, you know just
1: them. for name only type of thing. And there's there's always going to be plenty of that. But that's one thing I like about the fact that that's not what we would get with you. Um, uh, ever Yum since asshole. I've known you, well, I, I'd put it differently. Uh, ever since I've known you, I've, I've never seen anybody more committed to a particular cause or, or in an organization and supportive of an organization without ever asking for anything in return. You, you, nope. you, you have nothing to gain from supporting and defending the NRA. You have nothing to gain from it. You're nope. successful without that.
2: You know what inspires me? Listen to this email I got from Jerry Stiles. Hi, Anthony. to me and follow me on Twitter. Love the show. Yes, I enjoy wasting a perfectly good hour each week, and your rants rock. Keep pushing the message that what happens in New Jersey don't stay in New Jersey. I'm here in Minnesota, and they are starting to push those wonderful red flag laws as well as the good old universal background checks. Rumor has it they have even more garbage in store this session. We have our lobby day this coming Thursday, so go to, we're going to go face-to-face with our Congress critters. I've been telling everyone I know that owns firearms to show up. I'm taking the day off from work unpaid to go and push back. If my son could take the day off from school, I would take him. They seem to be listening to teenagers now for some reason. I call and email my reps constantly. I try to be as much as a pest as I can. I hope and think they know the sound of my voice on the phone. We all need to be pushing, not just sit and be an SMP, social media or patriot. I am not an SMP. These people really piss, piss me off. The people you talk about that were pissing and moaning about the buses and crap really made me wonder, do they really care or are they just clueless? We need to figure out how to wake them up. We need the numbers, if nothing else. The only way we can hope to win this fight is show up. You can't win a fight if you don't show up to fight. All right. And he wrote, sorry, rant over, didn't mean to be so long-winded may or may not help enlighten people of what's coming in to a state near them, Jerry Spouse. This is what inspires me. How many other people have I woken up in battleground states and the states that think they got it made? We all have to energize and wake up. That's what the left is so good at doing. They don't fight amongst each other. They represent and they support pedophiles and rapists right. to get them elected and right. reelected.
1: They circle the wagons. And, and they do get re-elected, you know. We have a pumpkin head senator like that. Everything I do
0: gonna be funky from now on. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy, money-saving solution. Introducing the shipbaggerator. This year's all new crime deterrence marvel, from the makers of Gun for Higher Radio. The ship baggerator’s compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your ship baggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, shipbags go in and come out as a mound super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high and the Ship Baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top Drop them in and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing! Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait! There's more! For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, <laughs> dice, and cube The Shit-Baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable! So don't wait. call and get yours today.
1: The Shit-Baggerator is available only at Gun For Hire Radio. Operators are standing by
0: they said it wouldn't last that was just wishful thinking Gun For Hire Radio the most listened to second amendment broadcast in the nation seven years running
2: I'm back our newest sponsor who still hasn't come on the show because I think he's microphone shy Dr. Brian Tans, T A N Z, NewYorkSmile.com. 210 East 68th Street, New York, New York. Check out New York, N E W Y O R K, Smile.com. Check out Dr. Brian Tans. Go to his website. Give him some reviews on Facebook and, you know, uh, TripAdvisor and Yelp and Google or whatever. And if you need some dental work done, if you're in the New York metropolitan area, check him out. I am told he's one of 500 in the country certified in some techniques that he works on. Doc Tans, get your butt on the show. Please get your butt on the show. So. <clears throat> Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and whatever else I may – Instagram, whatever else I may have uh, thought about. So listen to me. Um, let's do a little training session. All right, what I, Before I do that, the AmmoLand article by Don McDougal. I just wanted to give him credit again. January 17th, Google, what has the NRA uh, – what has what the NRA uh, – what has and does the NRA do anyway? By Don McDougall, D-O-U-G-A-L-L. Read the article, post a comment. Uh, sign up for Ammoland's uh, alerts, and you, if you go back, if you if you Google Ammoland Calandro, you'll see all of the endorsements and all the write-ups by uh, Ammoland supporting me. Ammoland is based out of South Jersey, and uh, those guys, Freddie and Brian, are the best. And everybody should be getting their uh, newsletter. You should go on the ANGRPC website and uh, sign up for the newsletter. And of course, join the NRA, ANGRPC, CNJFO, and keep fighting. So let's let's talk a little bit. I walk the show. Glock has a few new guns out of new innovative products. Uh, Jimmy and them are checking out about 10 new guns we're going to add to our rental inventory of. We have over 200 guns for rent now, so if you want to test drive something, you know, we ha- we have it here. Uh, so I want to talk now a little bit about safety. Since I flew here from JFK to McCarron, and I'm going to fly McCarron back to JFK, you know, we try to add this learning uh, section every show. So, here's some of my travel safety tips when I'm flying, whether it's domestic or international. You should you should share this with your friends and family. You know, always try to schedule nonstop flights, or at least avoid flights that stop. like I won't. The last time I went to uh, Europe, I had a. Uh, they wanted us to stop in Turkey. Uh, for connecting flight, and I paid paid $300 extra, and we flew from uh, Kennedy Airport uh, straight to uh, Germany. Yeah. So, you know, uh, another thing to think about is wear clothing that doesn't stand out, like kind of dress for, you know, invisibility, you know, like just jeans and a shirt, and you really don't want to stand out, flashy jewelry or anything like that. Uh, You want to be able to just blend like a blend car, like a cop car back in the day would be a dark colored Crown Victoria. You want to be that blend person. You just want to you don't want to be the guy with the orange hat or whatever, because if you're a a subject of terrorism, somebody might go after you. Yeah. Avoid adding distinctive markings to your luggage. Okay. I talk about this all the time. My luggage tag, the, the loop goes through the tag. And the tag is covered. You have to remove the loop to see my name and address underneath it. But my name and address on my luggage is my business card for work. Yes. I don't want a bag yes. his handler to take a picture of my home address and then tell his boys to go rob my house tonight. Right. Because I'm on a flight to Israel or something. Don't use luggage like Louis Vuitton or Hermes or something like that. That shit's getting stolen. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Just get regular, plain Jane luggage, blend luggage or whatever. I like a bright color. My luggage happens to be black and red.
1: Yeah. I don't know why. Now, the <laughs>
2: most, <laughs> now the most dang, dangerous areas in an airport are the drop-off and pick-up areas because that's where people tend to pull up and blow up car and truck bombs. Yeah. So I have all my shit ready when I get out of the car I check in and I go through TSA as fast as possible because you're less apt to get blown up or shot after the TSA checkpoints, which are more secure than the open areas. When I land and I have to get my my bag, I go to that carousel, I get my bag, and I get the hell out of that baggage pickup area. Those are the two most dangerous spots when traveling at a a, in and out of an airport absolutely ever forget that don't linger and get a cup of coffee go through tsa on the way in then get your cup of coffee on the way out get your bag get the hell out of the airport then get a cup of coffee when you check into your hotel yeah all right scan your surroundings whenever you're at an airport i try to keep my back against the wall I make sure there's no abandoned briefcases, luggages, or suspicious items around. If they are, get the hell out and report it to any authority. When you're waiting at a carousel, if you have another bag with you, that bag should be in front of you or attached to you, standing on the strap, the strap on your shoulder. If you do not think you can get distracted, pickpockets and grifters, they'll have a woman come up to you, ask you a question, and they will steal your shit. Mm Mm-hmm watch it at all times when you go to the bathroom bring your bag with you do not hang it on the hook on the door put the bag around your neck people will reach over and grab your bag and run with it and you're on the commode with your pants and underwear around your ankles good luck going to find that bag right exactly okay memorize the locations and phone numbers of the places you're at i checked into the venetian yesterday sandy i took a picture of my hotel room number on that little card and then i throw that card out so when i came back last night i just looked at my camera says oh i'm room ten, two one six.
1: yeah right right
2: right a lot of people don't know that be careful with strangers any strangers even taxi and uber drivers don't tell them information, okay? Be as guarded as possible. Because you're on vacation does not mean crime is on vacation. <laughs>
1: yeah they live there. that's their workplace.
2: Correct that you just entered scum workplace. right okay? When you're talking to someone you know, Be careful who's listening to your conversation. If you're talking to your wife or your kids and you're saying, after this, we're going to go here and then we're going to go there and then we're going to do that. Beautiful. You just gave the criminal your plan.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: All right? Always select your own taxi or Uber. Before you get into Uber, verify that it is the car and it is the driver. Do not at an airport when these guys walk up to you, hey, you need a ride? Follow me here. Bullshit. Go to the designated taxi line and get into the designated taxi line. Right. Okay? Now, let's say you're going to have business meetings or something. Always schedule them in a public area of the hotel or a convention place. Never schedule stuff like that in your room. Even if they upgraded you to a nice suite with a living room area or something, meet people where it's safe.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: So do not let anybody know your room number. Keep it guarded. As soon as you check into your room, lock both locks. Put a Post-it note or a Band-Aid over the peephole because of the reverse peephole viewer we've discussed before. Put a towel under your hotel door. It limits the noise. It prevents security or scum from opening your door from inside. And if there's a fire, it prevents smoke from entering your room. Take a picture. Of your phone, what room number you are and what phone number you are. Keep that in your memory banks. Always take a picture of your driver's license or passport so it's in the cloud. Even if your credentials get stolen and your phone gets stolen, you should be able to go into the cloud and get that should you have to go to the embassy if something should happen. Okay? If if a package is delivered to you that you were not expecting, do not accept it. Tell them to send it back to the hotel lobby. All right. Who the hell knows what that is? Right. If you're going to rent. Yeah. Right. No. OK. Yep. Oh. If you're if you're going to rent a car, make sure the car is in good order. Make sure your phone GPS. I told you before I land anywhere, Sandy, I bookmark everywhere I'm going to go in my uh, Google Maps or mm-hmm. my Apple Maps app. So that when I land, I get in a rental car, I lock the doors, I press boop, Sheridan International Drive, Florida, and I go right to it. Remember when you're driving around, keep your windows up. Just open them a crack because you're in a a strange area. Right. Now, let's talk about if you're in a hotel or an airport and there is – A terrorist attack or a bombing or something like that. Try to find something you can hide behind. Brick walls or whatever. Lay low. Keep moving somewhere where it's safe. I carry my man purse everywhere I go when I travel internationally. And I have a lot of safety stuff in there. I have a flashlight. I got a lighter. I have my tactical pen. I have a knife in my pocket. I have copies of my credentials in my man bag. I have my money in my front pocket with my credit cards and my ID. I never carry a wallet or anything in my back pocket. These are all tips that you should think about 24-7 when you're traveling with you and your family. Remember, when you're traveling with your family, especially with kids, every morning before you leave the house or apartment or hotel or every evening before you go out with the family to go to dinner or a nighttime show, take a picture of your kids and what they're wearing so that you have the most recent photo of them. If something should happen or you get separated from your kids, you have the most recent photo and what they're wearing. All of these tips are important. Review them and share them with your friends and your family. I carry a tactical pen everywhere I go. So remember, guys, Calandro for NRA. Vote and vote often for me and Tom (laughs) King. Check out our classes uh, on the uh, NRA Ac- Done for Hire Academy site, Urban Pistol 123, Urban Carbine 123, Urban Shotgun 1 and 2, Low Light, No Light, Holster Draw, and of course, all of our basic pistol classes. Check out the Saw Club, Second Amendment Women. Sherry will be on the show soon. Their organization is really growing and they have a lot of stuff coming up. I'm done.
1: Well, I'm going to remind everybody again if you are a lifetime member of the NRA or if you're a member for 5 years consecutive, you should be able to vote and you should vote. And you're going to it's kind of like a uh, a treasure hunt. Look on your ballot number 2, number 9, number 16, number 23 and number 30 to find Anthony Calandro. Remember, you're not going to find him where it is listed, you're going to find him on the ballot. It's not going to be directly under, um, what is that? A profile that they give, at What, what do they call that?
2: Yeah, the the, the nominees, the people, the uh, the uh, that the uh, board nominated. I'm not nominated by the nominating committee, so you're not going to find me there.
1: Right, you're running on petition. You're one of only two people running under uh, on petition. And again, bullet vote, because the more people you vote for, the more it waters down and the more votes he's going to need in order to be able to get on. So Tom came. You want
2: me on that board? You need me on that board?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if for no other reason, other than comedic effect, because we could get the reports back. All right. We love you guys. Make sure to get out there and vote, vote, vote often and safe trip back. Um, Maybe
2: I'll see you Saturday on the show. We're going to have a special guest.
1: Colleague, G, Mrs. Cleaver, you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a kind media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. See you again next week. Miss you, Winnie.